apparently you're not supposed to take um antihist no uh Sudafed sinus stuff with Afrin. But I did. Well, hello and welcome to episode 65 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris Catronio, and with me tonight are Randy James and Jason Fitzgerald. And guys, I was wondering uh, if we should start this episode with a little follow-up tonight. Anybody have anything out there? <laughs> I think sure. I know what it is. I see it being typed. J- Jason, you know what it is? How do you oh, know you're it? typing it now. Whoa. Uh, follow-up, yeah. Yeah, Don't, well, why don't you tell me what it was so I can All right. fill in. If you recall last week, you told us about your schedule and how you've had to allocate a specific time for tasks otherwise they won't get done or they kind of your it's your time just isn't well spent so progress Mm -hmm. is not made right yeah or like little tasks get done but not sort of bigger stuff that's at least the takeaway i got from it and that's sort of true from what i've seen uh, or, or things is that whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> or things you get your whiskey bottle again? Or things get procrastinated, right? I think the maybe the super important part that I left out was yeah, that was my excuse to so real quick. It was like Monday bills, Tuesday show, Wednesday a project that I have. Thursday is my sort of free night. Friday I'm supposed to be going to a class, which I haven't gone to yet. Um, Saturday was like letter writing for fundraising things. Sunday is laundry. Right. So there was sort of two things. You, you, yeah. One, what what, what one jumped thing, out at you? Well, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Wednesday you said, oh, I'm sort of doing this computer pro- project. And and right. uh, I don't know if all the listeners know, but all three of us are in the computer space, right? I'm a technology. software engineer. Yeah, technology. Who, so, who isn't? But, but it doesn't really <laughs> matter what we – but it only it matters because you said it's sort of nebulous, like, oh, it's a computer project I'm doing. But you do yep. work with computers and code and software. It's and- not It's not a, a day job-related project. It's a project I'd like to do on my own. Right. And it's very difficult to find motivation or time to do. Sure. But my point, my question is, yeah, and this is sort of something that I've been struggling with lately, and as you know, but is try is I've learned now I'm almost 40 years old, probably should have learned this a long time ago, but especially in the, the sort of the space that we're in, it's imperative that we, that I spend some time outside of work, sort of working on keeping my skills sharp and doing other professional development. So do mm-hmm. you allocate any time specifically for that? Either mm-hmm. of you, this is for the, no, 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 no <laughs> not no, at no, all. No. No. It's like, I spend so much time at work. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hmm. you get your time. I mean, you certainly get your idle time thinking. You can think about work problems. Right. Yeah. You can think about such and such. Um, I solved a problem I'll tell you about later when I was doing something else. And the toilet. That was very vague, I know. Yeah, Not to- on the toilet. Oh, it really? Was, it was That's when I do my related. best work. I don't want to inter- – yeah. I don't want to interrupt the topic. But so actually, at work all the time because I shower at work since I rode my bike there. <laughs> and I got – I talked to someone I work with. In the shower? And – I can't. I came right out of the shower and I went over there and I said, "I just figured this thing out. What do you think about such and such?" And I told him outright. I said, "I just, I just thought about this while I was in the shower, and it was a little bizarre. It was a little slightly okay. awkward. Not really. But it was you true. relaxed. Yeah, it's just like the bathroom. It's just like the toilet. It's just very relaxed. Yeah. Once you relax, the thoughts tend to flow. What else jumped out? Well, here's, maybe you know, here's the problem. I don't know. Maybe personally. 
Sorry. We're talking over each other. I'll talk over you. This is useless for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's entertaining, though. Go ahead. What's jumping out? Well, there's a lot of people that we work with that are uh, younger, like a lot of people coming out of college or in their 20s. They don't have the family. They don't have the wife. They don't have the the house. So they have a lot more free time to sort of do things and keep up their skill sets. And it's hard to like... It's a little bit like, uh oh, here they come. They're coming for me. So what do I do to like keep ahead of them or one step ahead of them? Um, I don't know. Age, and you, what, what wisdom. Well, yeah, right. That's what I'm holding on to. My life experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that that there's incredible merit to that. Um, I mean, case in point, my wife is currently finding a new gig and she's talking to people and stuff, and she's at this one place and they literally, well. They actually said, you know, we we can't hire someone just out of school with this because they flat out cannot do this job because they lack the experience and the breadth mm-hmm. of experience and the ability, you know, to take things that haven't even been thought out or fleshed out and to make it real and, and figure out how to tie it all together. Experience counts for – it, it actually counts for a lot. Um, not for every job, not for every position, but I would never worry and, – and, but it's natural to, to think like, exactly like you're thinking like oh my gosh i'm getting stale people are coming out and they've got so you know so much many different technical things under their belt that perhaps i haven't had time to come up to speed on at the flip side maybe they don't have the business sense you do or have the the sense of how long work actually takes or once something is stood up what it actually takes to maintain it those type of things come with you know extended experience in the trenches getting stuff done going through growing pains and sizing and scaling issues and all that stuff. And you're not going to get that out of school. You'll get, you'll get syntax, you'll get some experience, you'll, but you're not going to have years or decades of compiled real practical experience. So if you're ever feeling too bummed out, man, just, just hold on to that. And cause it's legitimate. It's, it's absolutely legitimate and it is a valuable it, thing. It becomes, it also becomes very clear if you start hiring, if you have to, if uh, you have to mm-hmm. be involved in the hiring process, mm-hmm. And you realize very quickly that, um, you know, I've interviewed a lot of folks and you interview some and nothing against the entry level folks coming out of college. They're very valuable, but they're, they're, it usually makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I'm making some generalizations here. If you can find something, um, very specific for them to work on, that's not, that doesn't require that breadth of experience, give them a way to be introduced to all of the new stuff more slowly, like, Maybe they're really good programmers, right? But they haven't seen everything. Like maybe they just have a really good memory, you know, or they've done, they've very recently gone through all these crazy design pattern things and they can write code really fast if they know what they're writing it for. But most of the problem is figuring out what it is that you need to write. Like what is the problem you're trying to solve? What's the approach you're going to take? Sure. And without the experience of having solved the same problem a million times yeah. already. What kind of pitfalls of, and time sinks yeah. to avoid and stuff. <laughs> Doing it every day. Yeah. Uh, it becomes very obvious that you just do, like, I don't understand. You interview these graduates and you're like, I really don't understand. I thought you should know this, right? Well, where'd you get this idea from? It's You get it from the work you're currently doing or the people you're currently working with, which is unfair, but it's just human nature right. for you to right. apply the same standards that you're using today to the people that are just graduating right. college. So you start to realize very quickly that it's like, Oh, they're really not uh, coming to take over. They're very valuable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be, 
Um, but I think there's, you know, we can still hold. <laughs> I I am a hundred times more valuable. <laughs> well, there's a room for. I think there's room for all of it. That's that's the takeaway. Um, you know, yeah. they're coming in green. They might not have the maturity to figure out exactly what you said. Maybe they can code and crank out piles of code, but maybe what's really needed is a very succinct little edit here and a little widget there, and that's it. Not a right. you know new framework and full redeployment of a production site, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. but I know there's a lot of enthusiasm associated with youth. It's like, oh my gosh, we'll just do it all over again on this. Yeah. And right, then- <laughs> that, that happens. You're absolutely right. They come in and they go, oh, I just heard of this awesome new thing. Mm-hmm. We should turn everything to that. And what they don't—that <laughs> is the primary problem. What yeah. they what they don't, and we're generalizing still. What most of the time that is not understood is, yeah, that looks like some fantastic new tool you just found on the internet after searching for five seconds. How are we going to switch everything we currently have to that? And like what's the, transition the cost? Plan. Like, what right. is the time, the manpower? And and they don't. Yeah. And, and I know I didn't when I first started. I didn't have the intuition to sense like the the true cost of implementing something until. You know, I put quite a few more years in and then I realized, as you said, you do it, you do this again and again for, you know, there's nuance to the, to the differences, but in general, there's a lot of commonality between deployments and technologies and stuff. And yeah, over time you get that, it seems like intuition, but it's based on just steeping in this, you, you know, this challenge environment for year after year after year. So. I think it's good just that you're worried about it. (laughs) I mean, it keeps you on your toes, right? If you became complacent and just said, yeah, I'm the best at what I do. No one's better than me. Well, you're wrong. Right. There's always someone that's better than you. And I think it's also sort of where we work. I've I've worked at four or five different companies and, you know, not to disparage them. I will say that where we are now, it's it's. Better is the right word here, but it's a uh, more of a challenge. It's more challenging, and 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 they're better. The, the engineers are much. <laughs> they're better. They're better. Yeah. I mean, they are. It's they're okay more skilled. to say that because man, I've been a lot of places that are yeah. unequivocally less good than <laughs> other places right. I've been. Just net yeah, net skill sets are brr, the bar I mean, I, is low. I think that should. I think that should be everyone's goal in your working career is to always be moving, always be looking for. A situation where you're working with people that are smarter than you. Yeah, yeah. That's if you are interested at sure. all in growing as a person and yeah. and your skill set. Right. I if mean, you just yeah, ride it out be... till your grave, then that's a that's a whole different uh, strategy. <laughs> I'm not there. Uh, yet. Yeah, I don't want to comment on that one. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. of course, you got to be careful, right? Because if you don't, if you don't improve yourself, or if that doesn't help improve yourself, then yeah. you're going to be the one they let go. Right. But right. if you go in there to this team of people that are smarter than you, and you end up, you know, improving yourself, and then and then discovering later that eventually, you know, maybe you do settle in or maybe you realize that, oh, now I'm actually moving on to something else. How do I move to another department or company that's a bigger challenge that I can, you know, hmm. you can do that. So as far as the professional development goes, maybe you're getting it just by, uh, you know. On the job. On the job. Mm-hmm. Sure. By having a, a better crowd of people around you, right? and that's the ideal situation too. If you could learn and grow while you're on the clock and yeah. you're meeting your deliverables, oh, then you could just be like, boom, and get out of there when your day's done and enjoy yeah. your life. Because we have made the decision too, uh, as dads and family people, um, there, you're, there's an inherent um, split of inf- of attention that comes along with that. 
you you shouldn't exclusively focus on your career if you've decided to have a family. I don't oh, I think. Agree. 100%. Um, uh, so yeah. there's there's always that to keep in mind too. That dude who might be hyper achieving and learning all the newest languages and doing this, I might just go home, slam back another Starbucks and work till <laughs> two a.m. Go to bed, get up and do it all over again. That's I mean that's his life focus. Uh, I would never compare myself against someone like that because it's two it's like two different worlds. Right. 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 And they exist. Like we, 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 some of those folks work for us and it's very hard to, Yeah, you, you don't want to say compete, right? No, you must leverage them to do, well, <laughs> to do well, for, the work well, while you're chilling out with your family. Well, for example, the one, the, the guy today is like, wow, look at this code. It looks like we got to apply a whole bunch of Java 8 stuff to this. And I'm like, what? Like he has caught up and he's all up to speed and all the different like new features of the new language not to bore other people that aren't into software but i i was like holy smokes like i sh maybe should know all this like it was kind of like uh oh what am i behind should i know be able to do all this stuff so uh i'm not there yet but he's there and again you know he, he goes home and he does do this for fun like he'll go home and write some stuff for fun like that's his hobby as well as his work and i, I don't know it's interesting I, i'm kind of not there right now anymore yeah but yeah, there was one other glaring omission. <laughs> and for so this is way back to my weekly yeah, to your, list your schedule. How, how okay. do you fit your wife in? Where does she get her well, time? That's the glaring omission. Her so pound you, of so flesh. You, there. So you thought I left out professional development <laughs> and my wife <laughs> and wife time. Were those two things? No, no. Well, okay. I, I'm kind of being glib here, but I'm serious. I mean, we are all married, right? Three of us are married, not to each other. Yeah. Well, I can, we have, I can answer. I can answer. <laughs> that. Qualify the answer. Yeah. <laughs> We could compare wife time. Um, no, we're not married to each other. That was the the the, the challenge about the what I was saying. The part I don't think I made clear was this was a this was a way for me to not get caught up in the the chaos of having too many things to do. Like uh, maybe it doesn't happen to everyone, but it happens to me. So it's Sunday, and I get up in the morning, and the kids start goofing around, and we're we're hanging out, and you kind of got the whole day, but we didn't make any plans. So I go, what do I need to do today? Uh, you know, I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. I could do. And all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock Sunday night and my laundry isn't done. <laughs> right. I'm like, man, I got nothing to wear to work tomorrow. Everything's dirty. Let's yeah, wear some dirty stuff. Who cares? So this, this is like the I, lowest I common denominator stuff, right? This was, this is like Sunday. Okay. At some point during the day, you got to put your laundry in the washing machine. Okay. That's it. All it just doesn't matter what else you do. And we went to a museum this, this Sunday. I think well, you you have to put your laundry in the washing machine Monday. It doesn't matter what else you do. You got to sit down at the computer and review the bills. Yeah. Right. Or if you don't, if you're not doing that, Monday was also the bike repair night. So if we have something to do Tuesday, well, we got to do the show. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday, the coding thing, it's like a half hour, right? Sit down for a half hour. And do like a couple of little things on the programming project I'm trying to do. That's just just to fit the half hour in a week that I'm working on that thing. Thursday is like a, a free night as I left open. Remember, right, Thursday's right, free. Right. Friday, I'm supposed to be going to class that I haven't even gone to yet. That was a motivation for myself. I haven't done, but I still get home from class and we have the night free, so I'll be home at like eight or something. Uh, Saturday's also completely free. It's similar to Sunday. It's just I need to write letters at some point during the day. So what happens is while I'm hanging out with the kids on Saturday, if we're around the house or if we go somewhere or whatever, if I get up in the morning and they're playing, I get out my clipboard and my letters and I start writing them. So while I'm there, while they're playing and I'm hanging around, I'm writing letters. I'm not sitting there on my phone going to do, do, do 
it's also it's partially an excuse not to sit there on your phone, right? Because if I take out my phone, I start looking at it. I go, wait a minute. There's something I'm supposed to be doing today. <laughs> what is it? You know, it's Saturday. I got to do the letters. It's Sunday. I got to make sure my laundry is. Then I can my laundry's in. Then I can come back down and go through right. on my phone. So I it's like it. a, it's like a minimum requirement for the day. Right. Okay. Um, but to that end, right? This Saturday, I did a ton of work on the the bikes. The kids were playing outside. I opened the shed up, got everything out, did a lot of maintenance. It was great. Uh, but I also wrote letters, right? I did that, made sure that happened first. Uh, you know, we went to a museum. So we did all kinds of other things. Uh, but these were the things that had to happen, right? Because otherwise... Has he answered a question, Jason? Did he make that question? Has I? Am I, think, I still going on? <coughs> Too long? I think a little long. I think you no, have no, answered the question. I was wondering if you actually answered the question about wife time. Well, he didn't actually... <laughs> I said thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, totally I think what he said was he doesn't actually schedule it. And I can I can appreciate that. If you schedule that, it feels a little bit like contrived and... I, 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 what kind of wife time were you talking about here? <laughs> this is a uh, this is the after show of dads you know, being dads. candles and uh, dads being dark. romantic. Anywho, right. you know what I mean. Anything you just have to you just have to you not know, the daily check in, but you have to. Yeah, I mean, relationship is, is, it, is three is three relatively open nights a week. Okay, no, oh, that's good. That right? Well, I I don't know. <laughs> I I find I have so many tasks. I can easily take for granted the better half of. The household here. Mm, good one. So, uh, not even a joke. <laughs> this <laughs> would fall apart in a hurry. Um, Double yeah. save. <laughs> so I heard <laughs> we got some email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. Where do we want to go to next? That that topic took half the Sh- show. No, nah, it's good. Well, the professional development thing. I think that's good. You got to keep your skills sharp, but you know, try and do it on on the job. I guess what you're saying, you guys don't do anything and, off. The- <laughs> and it is extra challenging <laughs> for people with families. Period. Yeah. I mean, geez, the amount of time it takes to run no, a family and a household well is is substantial. Yeah, managing your family is just a professional development for a management career. <laughs> there you go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, so yes, we did get some email. It was very uh, seasonally apropos, I believe, with, with the changing of the weather. And so I'll read it. I will read it. Yes. Verbatim? Uh, it. I think I think I'm going to go pretty close to it. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on swing sets? Things have changed since the tubular steel A-frame wasp net swing sets of our youth, though they're still available. Those things are deadly. A-frames. Rust, I had one. I, machines. I got through. <clears throat> I'm here. A-frames start at around 200 versus the $1,200, up to insane $50,000 custom units for cedar play sets with forts, playhouses, spiral slides, etc., etc. We want one before our daughter's first birthday so other kids at the party have something to do. Some have mentioned buying used, but I'm not super handy and I'm not confident I could appropriately repair any issues with a used set. I guess my question is, do you guys think the play sets are a worthwhile investment or no? If so, do you have any rec? If so, do you have any recommendations for types brands? Keeping in mind we are a fairly rural location and we are not walking distance to a park or playground, though there is an excellent playground a short drive away. This coming in from Simon Nelson via Facebook. Yes, Facebook, nice work, Jason. Yes. Generating buzz. Welcome with the Facebook. Come find us. Email us. <sighs> comment on the page. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna start with a recommendation. And then we'll explode this topic because it can Mm -hmm. be exploded. Uh, 
There's sub- a subtopic too. Yeah, there's, there's lots of subtopics. But I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm going an unusual route for us, and that's to answer the question as accurately and <laughs> quickly as possible before we digress into. No, there's no speed is not an assessment. Come on, multiple there. questions. Right. So, is sub one year olds. Here you go. Sub one year olds, little party. Go grab one of those little tight plastic gizmos that's only about three feet tall because a one year old is lost on anything bigger. Uh, they they could barely get on those things. Mm-hmm. And you oh, I don't, I don't think up. you're reading between the lines, though. Here. Listen, I think, listen, yeah. listen. Are you going to the party? You can get one of those used for it incredibly cheap, if not free, by just driving around. Uh, they're yeah. always on the edge of the road. They're always being yeah. given away. And it, it's the right size, and you'll get tons of mileage out of that for the first couple of years. And then it, it's time to think about a real swing set. You're doing our fan a disservice here, Chris. No way. Jeez. There was an implication <sighs> that there would be older children at the party. Older? We you want, don't think he knows that his we, one-year-old can't climb on a giant jungle gym? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's aware of what... I don't know. It sounds like he's ready to buy a big old jungle gym. I'll read it. We he, want he one specifically before our, said... <laughs> we want one before our daughter's first birthday, so the other kids at the party have something to do. I kind of agree with Randy. I think that there's going to be older kids that could use this. Okay, home. so then buy the little tyke or find a little tyke thing for your daughter <laughs> and then go figure out what else you're going to do. He, he didn't really ask. <laughs> Woo. We, we are, it's funny, the irony that we haven't. He asked two separate questions, and he didn't ask if this was. This is not one of the questions. <laughs> like, do you think that the play set is a worthwhile investment? Yes or yes, no? Yes, totally. Randy? Yeah. Yeah, we're yes. going to buy one soon, too. I'm going to agree with yes, also. Okay. So uh, I do. Yeah, sure. Okay. And the next question, if so, do you have any recommendations for types of brands? I'm going to put a pin in that. Why? Well, that's going to take up the rest of the because show. Because that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can speak right. to type, right? The the I think those wooden ones are pretty awesome. Very flexible yeah. cost. And yeah, I'm going to say ones. this. Don't waste yeah. the money on the steel A-frame thing. Like the two hundred bucks, you're gonna get a two hundred dollars swing set. This is like an invest. The way I look at it is that your kid, what, one year old, is gonna use this thing into their teens. So you're gonna get a ten year use out of this thing, I think, pretty easily. And yeah. if there's more kids, you're just gonna add more years onto it. Yep. So when you think about it that way, and I think amortize is the right word, and you amortize the cost of the thing over the lifetime of the swing set, they're gonna it's gonna last. Go for the better cedar one. Okay. That being is that said, what, is that what you did? <laughs> we'll get to what I did. It's different. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I would not worry about this first birthday party. I mean, I don't no. know how big of a party it is, but usually they're a couple hours, three hours. The, I wouldn't be in a rush to get this thing in and installed in the swampy backyard right now because everything's melting. And uh, I'm assuming he's in New England. Actually, I don't know where he is, but I, is. I still wouldn't rush to get it to, to cater to some other kids. That, just put the TV on. <laughs> yeah, for the for the older kids, the yard games. Um, I mean, what would you do with there is there is an issue with older kids and one year olds. So if there if there are older kids coming to the party, and I don't want to make the whole show about something I'm inferring here, but if there's older kids coming, you need yeah. to keep them busy. I would find a way to keep them away from the younger kids. You can't yeah. keep them you can't keep them quiet and not busy. Yeah, you let them out in the yard, they're just going to start running. And if the little kids are also wandering, they're going to run into those little kids. And yeah. that's a, yeah. it's a bubbles. small problem. Bubbles. Yeah, small small problem. Oh, yeah. Spend five bubbles. bucks on big bubbles. Wheels. Get some yeah. big wheels yeah. for the bigger kids. Well, yeah. You want an investment. Don't don't buy a bunch of bubbles for the kids to blow because they just dumped them on the ground, right? Go out and buy 
like the the oh. hundred to hundred and fifty dollar, maybe two hundred dollar what bubble machine. No. Aren't they like twenty five bucks? I've seen no the the cheapo ones that will break. So if what you're gonna get the twenty five dollar ones, how many years do you need out of a bubble machine? Though? A lot of years. They break and then you're like kicking yourself with this thing. It's I have one that I got for free at work. I spent twenty dollars on this. Yeah. It only lasts sure. three years. Fine, fine. fine. Then buy like three of them. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Get three of the twenty dollar ones. Set them up all around your yard because you don't know which way the wind is going to blow. You mm. don't want to keep moving those things, right? The kids will go nuts for a couple hours. Yeah. It'll be good. Or Bouncy house, bouncy castle. Yeah, fine. Rent the bouncy house. For you can, bucks. you can, yeah. you can buy a bouncy castle at like Costco or something for two hundred bucks, or not even. And yeah, but then you got the big kids squashing the little kids again. That's well, the, the right. problem. We're making a lot of inferences here on the whole age range thing, but <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but we're not really answering his question. So let's make <clears> some assumptions. He's gonna buy a swing set. What kind of swing set should he get buy? What should he look for? And let's go with that. There's a lot of personal preference here. Yeah. Now, sure. can we set reflect on our can we reflect on our own childhood a little bit? There could be a budget, set a budget, but you know, how can you put a budget on your child's uh, Easy. Childhood? You have a fixed yeah. income and you say <laughs> I can spend up to this amount so I don't go into debt. That's how you put a budget on it. Jeez, oh, here we go with the Just wow. saying, it's a thought Real. discipline. Money. Who are you? Who are you yelling at? Really, you <laughs> for saying don't worry about a budget. <laughs> someone you're scolding. Someone you. I don't know who it is. It's you, Rid. Well, if anyone budgets, come on. Who's the big budgeter? <laughs> I know. That's why I can't believe you said that. What I'm saying, well, because we, we're struggling with this too. Uh, is it okay if I if I take this? Yeah. Go ahead right. for a little bit. All right. We'll we'll give you some rope here. We've given, uh, unfortunately, we've deprived my now six-year-old, almost seven-year-old son of a swing set in our yard. <gasps> us, us two, us two. Oh to, my to date, to date, they do not mm-hmm. have one. And we've decided it's a bit roundabout because uh, this is this is how the conversation <laughs> went essentially with my wife. <laughs> my, my wife is a, a hang on by trade. It's fun. So we we built a we began building a shed last summer. It's going to take couple years so you complete. built a shed before the swing set mm. yeah hang on so so to finish the shed <laughs> this summer uh she needs more time right so to get the time she wants to occupy the children with a play set we'll call it mm. yeah. well to build the play set we need to move the sandbox Oh, you sandbox. got a sandbox, though. That's cool. That's it's almost a, a place. It's octagon, actually. Oh, there you go. Uh, like a fight in it. That is a nightmare to move. It has like 500 gallons of sand in it. Well, to move the sandbox and to fit the play set, we need to move the garden. And before we move the garden, we need to build a new fence. But before we can build a new fence, we need to fix the retaining wall. And before we fix the oh, retaining wall, we need to get a variance and talk to the neighbors about shoring. Just that move. Bananas. So, Sell that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. <laughs> So we had a little discussion about that, and I'm trying. I'm trying to to to, to quash that down to just let's just build the playset where it, it fits. Ah. But uh, you know, I think we're going to do that. I think what we're going to do because we we like to build things ourselves. We don't like to buy pre-built things or or it's just we just like 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 I said, she's a carpenter. I like to yeah, build stuff. We've got the skill set. So there you go. So I think um, you know if you're interested in spending time doing this, I think it would be really fun. You know, you can take design cues. You can steal them right from the other swing sets, right from the other play sets. Uh, what we're going to go with now. Here's the things I, th- I think you need to consider. And Jason has uh, quite an interesting mix, <laughs> which he'll tell you about. That has all the features, I think. Right? 
swing sets. People think swing set, and this is where the A-frame comes in. It's like you get this metal set of poles with some swings on it. Well, yeah, it's all right. You get so we get a swing, but you're missing the climbing and the sort of like monkey uh, bars, man, monkey bars, monkey the monkey bars, <laughs> which we could discuss for sure. Monkey bars have their their downsides, hmm? um, but climbing is huge. Having some sort of tower where they can throw things at their sister or brother from. Uh, very advantageous for them. Uh, so we're going to go with a combination swing set, play set. There will likely only be two swings. We only have two children, so we don't care about the other kids. <laughs> Neighbor kids come over. They can stand and watch <laughs> and cry. We're going to build two very large towers on either side of the synoctagon. And I think I think the span is going to be about 12 feet <laughs> between these two towers. And uh well I don't know, we haven't I think my wife's done a design, I got to look at it. It'll have a bridge. Don't build the towers too high though, man. Someone tried to give me their swing set. I went over to check that out and I just got horrified. The thing was like 15 <laughs> feet tall. I'm like this is a neck breaking waiting to happen. Wow, I think that's part of the 15 feet only. It was part of the learning. <laughs> so this is good. I think, I mean, the tower can be high. Kid was, his some... kid didn't even want to use it and for like. Really? Yeah, he was afraid of it. He got rid of the thing because the kid was terrified of this tower. Really? Yeah. That could happen? I, I see why. I went over. I was like, I'll take it. And I'm like, ah, no, I won't. This is insanity. Oh, why didn't you just saw the legs that, off? I have that. Something. That's it, my situation. It was just Mine is a that giant tower, man. I just didn't even want to deal with moving it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, so my recommendation here. My recommendation is to is to look around. There's tons of you could join Pinterest or something. I think they do those things mm. on there. Maybe it's not the way to go, but just look at ideas, you know, do Google image searches and stuff and you get lots of cool ideas. He said he's Mix not that handy yeah, too though. Let's not forget that. He's listening and screaming. He doesn't have to be handy. It's well, like, uh, I'm no, saying. No, you need to if you're going to build a swing set, you I'm need not to. saying build it. I'm okay. saying get ideas. Look at the different sets that are available because most of those you can mix and match parts on yeah, yeah, yeah. and decide, like, do you want a slide? Do you want an enclosed slide? Do you want a spiral <laughs> slide? Do you want two slides? Do you want a double wide slide so two children can slide down at the same time? Those are fun. Do you want uh, a pole that you can slide down like a fireman pole? All these little features you got to yeah. write your features in a feature column, your budget in a budget column, your space in the space column. And then some point that'll all converge into the Holy right decision smokes. for you. Yeah. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing. Yeah. Because of what you said, Chris, this is an investment for their future. You're oh, going to have sure. it for a long time. And uh, you don't want to you don't want to get something junky and then have them not use it, right? Yeah. Then you're going to get be like, tetanus hey, when they scrape their leg on it. Hey, get out there and use your swing set. We don't <laughs> like it. I don't okay. like it. It's ugly. Ah, you know, I just paid good money for that. Well, you know. Then that being them. said. Don't go yeah. crazy okay. <laughs> because and I just quick looked online. So he asked for some recommendations. He said he's not super handy. So I would go down to, uh, what's the name of the place for crying Creative out loud? Creative Playthings. Yeah, that's it. And there's another Cedar company, How Cedar Works, I think. Because I know these things. Yeah, I'm and Cedar dad. Works. Cedar <laughs> Works is the other see, brand. This is... I like this. I'm going to look at this now while you're talking. Oh, let's you got go the Twin the, Tower. Oh, my God. The Serendipity Let's go with the three. Serendipity 8. <laughs> okay. Because that has a bigger number. That oh, is amazing. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I would not. Lunacy. This is yeah, probably I mean, 50. What, what we're looking at here is essentially uh, something that would be purchased for 
$22,000. A network of school systems <laughs> right. sharing a single park. Yeah, it's probably probably in the 20s. They don't put it the, yeah. It's $22,000. I just clicked on it. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Where did you, buy where did now. you see the price? Oh, yeah, buy now. Buy now. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Let's customize it. Where did you so, see buy now? All I got was pricing and catalog. Uh, below that. All right, I'm not they don't need to listen to a surf the internet. My point is this. Get somebody, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you're, you're going to be nervous having your kids on it if you don't think it's installed right. So go to one of these places, expect to pay a little bit more, like Cedarworks or Creative Play things. And there, there are stores around where you can go in. And there, there's at least two within a half hour of where I live now. Yeah. Your kids can climb all over crap while you're figuring yeah, out they the modules out. you want. Sure. Right. And then they'll come and install it. And they'll usually, they'll come scout out what you need and, uh, they'll either come scout out or they'll do like a little bit of grading or whatever and they'll get you they'll get it installed in a, in a way that you're you can be comfortable with it because you don't want it rocking and you can probably do the physics randy i'm not going to but uh when yeah, you get a, a 50 pound kid yeah. swinging i think you may have talked about this once 50 pound kid swinging is a lot of momentum we so can go with the serendipity six and have no swings, but lots of climbing and sliding <laughs> options. <laughs> All right. That's but only $12,000. The other thing is get cedar because the bugs don't eat it. Right. And it you doesn't. You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah okay. I said that. The other thing, and this is important. Don't get the like six or eight foot one. You, cause you, your kids will outgrow that quicker than you think. And the swings aren't that great. Like, You're talking yeah. height with what? I'm talking height. the swing height. You want to get like the okay. 10 or 12 foot one. Oh, okay. My, a friend of mine, if I may interject, build his own. And I kid you not, it's about three and a half feet tall. And there's bolts sticking out of it in all directions. Oh, no. It's a death trap. <laughs> and I'm looking at him going, dude, is this like a window into your thought process? You know, this weird aggregation of half cut timbers and, you know, over engineered pieces, but under engineered, you know, both over engineering and under engineering combined to make this. <laughs> atrocity incredibly that, sturdy yet deadly swing set for diminutive children well yes sturdy in some places yet where like the swings attach for example uh horribly under engineered <laughs> 50 cent point, carabiner <laughs> yes yeah. right right where there was is definitely going to snap off mm. and very very just very short very bizarre like, why did you make this so small uh but i agree with you i, I think height is key when we were kids my parents built a, a, an a-frame swing set but it was like 18 feet tall oh. and so with the swings took these huge i mean the thing when i was a kid at least i it i remember it being gigantic it may not have been as gigantic as i thought but it was very tall and so we could you know we could get those swings going really far and i used that well into my teens you know my 20s <laughs> i was having a I was on over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, it eventually had to go, but uh, I agree. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna cheap out on something, don't do it on the height. Yeah, yeah. I had the chintzy A frame when I was a kid, which we had a ton of fun on. Don't get me wrong. I had the seesaw teeter totter type swingy thing and a couple of regular swings and a slide. I did rust out and fall over, and I did get cut on it, and perhaps it got infected, but I didn't get tetanus. Uh, across the street was it was like the opposite. It was industrial grade. They it was like they had paid like the playground fee, and they had a jungle gym which was awesome. And they had this giant A frame of that super galvanized, never rot stuff with wooden swings that were had to be fifteen twenty feet tall, 
and a huge, you know, one of the deadly metal slides. And that was a hoot. We used to cross the street and play on that thing. And it was awesome. Uh, and it lasted for decades, decades and decades and decades. It was there for probably like 40, 40 years or something. It might even still be there. Um, but yeah, I, budget has to be, I think, paramount. Because within a budget, you could then get the best of breed within that price range. Cedar, high. Sounds good. But the little stuff too, though. I'm telling you, the little tyke stuff is great. My boys still use it. Even Josie still dorks around on it. We got it for free. Someone gave it to us. Hey, you want this thing? We're mm-hmm. like, yeah, why not? She loved it. Like the whole foot and a half long slide or whatever it is. She's like, wow. You know, <laughs> when they're only two, three feet tall, that's a pretty crazy run. And uh, yeah. you can get it for cheap, if not free. And you can get a my, couple of them. My only other major suggestion here, because we did talk about it on the show. If it's at all possible, do not put the swings on the monkey bars yeah that's a pain <clears throat> there's quite a well there's quite a dangerous situation that's created in that scenario yeah with multiple kids you get some doofuses on the swings and you get some kid that wants to do the monkey bars and the kid on the swing knows it's a bad idea but he swings higher anyway and then he starts hitting the other kid with the swing ropes he's like oh what are you doing up there how come you're hitting my swing rope ah, and then they fall and plus, the swings burn. are always—they're always in the way of the monkey bars. You get a little—you yeah. sw- side to side when you monkey bar, and you get these you get dumb chains there, and it's, oh, it's a pain in the butt. Defeats yeah. the monkey bars. Yeah. I like well, I either. told you about this trip. One of the one of the kids—they uh—and then they can't hang on any longer, and they slip and they fall, and they let go, yeah. and the rope's in the wrong place, and they oh. just get six feet of rope burn across oh. their chest on the oh. way down. Jeepers Nylon creepers. rope from like navel to chin. Yikes! Yeah, I just wanted to say navel. Anyway, yeah, try to separate those if you can. Here we go. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Jason, why don't you tell us about uh, should your, you? Uh, should I tell you about? So <laughs> I've acquired, I have two swing sets in my backyard. The first one I acquired. Which There's not really two swing sets. Though. There's like oh, yeah, seven of them from the picture. Well, yeah, and I've tweeted a picture as a little teaser for listeners out on the Twitters. So the first one I acquired, I, they're both used. I was at a garage sale and a guy pulls me aside and he's like, Oh, you look like a man that needs a swing set. And I was like, Whoa, uh, how's it going? Nice to meet you. And he, he's like, come back here with me. I'm like, where are we going? I'm very afraid. So he took me in the backyard and he shows me the swing set. Do you want that? And I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I guess. Cause we actually were sort of in the market for it. So, and for 20 bucks, which he, he would, I, I only gave him $20 cause he, like help me move the thing. But so I'm going to tell you why I'm going to kind of suggest against the used, although you can get good deals on them, but I got that. And I've, we've had that in the yard f- for four years, five the one years on the now, right? the one on the right, the darker one. Now I did yep. restain that one. And, uh, I don't think that one's cedar, but I've, but it's kind of beat up. It's seen a lot of the day, it, it, but the kids still use it. It's got, it does have the monkey bars over the swings, um, but yeah, the kids, the kids love it. They were, they, they, they're on it. It, it, it's, it's a smaller one. Like I said, it's got the, I think the seven foot or the eight foot thing, so, but the baby uses it. And, and so then there's a slide and the little platform, like you said, with the whole playset thing, got a lot of use out of that for 20 bucks. Yeah. The one on your the platform is like missing a couple of spaces and it has like a run. I climbed over it cause it would be fun. Have you been over it? Have you been over it? I mean, it's, you know, once the kids figure it out, I'm sure they're good. 
Oh, you probably have some kids come over that are like, hey, I can go this way. Ah! Like, is it just oh, there's an opening the... where there shouldn't be an opening? <laughs> there's the opening kind of... for the monkey bars and the opening for the, the ladder up it, and then there's an opening for the slide. <laughs> slide. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> well. It's a learning experience. It is. You know? <clears throat> and then stapled to the back of that is a climbing wall, which my other neighbor was uh, too nervous with to a, have. With a stapler, yeah. Well, no, but. <laughs> My neighbor was too nervous having that on their own swing set, so they were getting rid of it. They're like, you, you want it? And so, yeah. So I attached that to the swing set so they can climb up that and over. That thing is a little bit high, um, and it's real slippery if they don't use, the, like, the, the handholds. So that's fine. But, yeah. And then the other swing set. Now, this it was a, this was a mistake, but... It looks I, pretty there, cool. I, there, I've admitted it. Um, it's huge. And my neighbor was moving, and he's like, I got to get rid of this thing. And I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be a big project to move it. There's a lot of pieces. Let me come down and look at it. And I jumped on it. I swung from it. I, like, hung on the railings. And everything was – it was very solid. I was like, great, perfect. Okay, I'll take it. It took me, like, three different sessions of taking the thing down and moving it. Now, he had raised the thing and put a catwalk on top over the – monkey bars because he felt like the monkey bars were too high and this thing i think is like 12 maybe 15 feet tall and the, and there are some kids that come by to the house that are afraid to go up it <laughs> and when i moved it it rotted like there was so much rot in there that i had to replace there was whole beams like i had to buy a whole bunch of these 12 foot four by four posts and i spliced oh, them the, in the color multicolored post there on yeah the one yeah, I, and okay, I, I this i just finished it in the fall so this <clears> summer i'm gonna try and sand it down or brush it down or whatever and then paint it again so it looks a little bit less like of an eyesore but so that it was a lot of weekends to put that thing back together and then i made all these platforms for it because all the platforms had rotted out um so i will say you can he's you are right when you say this is for Simon. You are right when you can when you say you can get a good deal. We've seen him go through free cycle in the spring and the falls when people are like, okay, I got to get this thing out of my yard. Uh, free cycle, you can get them for free. Craigslist, there's always deals. Uh, but yeah, you have to be sort of handy and you have to be ready to be like, okay, I need to fix this. I'm going to need to go to the hardware store and I'm going to have to buy a beam and cut it and get it back in the right angle and get it back in there. So um, if you're not if you're not handy, then kind of stay away from the used ones i would say because even if they are solid in place when you move them they can get unsolid real quick them. yeah yeah mm-hmm. plus you have to take them apart to move them yeah you have to take them apart and, uh, i usually i usually bring my allen wrench set to the playground when we go because <laughs> all of the stuff at the playground is always loose and it i'm the only one it scares do you notice these things oh, i don't <laughs> i don't understand how this stuff breaks like these like metal cables and stuff i mean i guess they get just so much use but well they don't even break so you know the the active library playground right which is brand new which is like brand a new. year old and it has that giant spider webby thing a couple hundred thousand dollars worth at that right place. right yeah those th- all those bolts loosen up yeah like the big good. cap on them and the connectors with yeah. the thing like all right this is yeah. nuts did none of you see this okay. and that thing's wicked just, tall very tall 20 feet in the air probably i'll just tighten this maybe down 30 for you maybe no 40. worries keeping your children safe yeah, thank you i appreciate it Safety dad is on the job. I will let you take. Uh, I don't know if they have like a maintenance dude go around and do that. I should. I'll like, let you. Uh, we, kid we, fell. Go ahead and take out forty books from the library. I will. You've earned them. <laughs> Probably have to go back this weekend. I think they're due. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So about the swing set, I think we've covered it. I mean, I, I definitely think you should buy one. And if you're not handy, then 
and I, I don't, I wouldn't be afraid to spend a little bit of money on it. And if your budget doesn't allow for it, uh, I don't, you know, that's sort of personal stuff. What else? I think we've hope we've answered your question, Simon. Thank you for writing in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dig some holes in the ground. They could play in the holes. Yeah. There you go. Trucks. Let's throw mm-hmm. a bunch of Tonka trucks out there. Yeah. That'll keep everyone busy. Yeah. 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 Easy. yeah. Don't rush for the. Don't rush your thing. If you don't, if your kid's not going to use it at one, I would, you know, I would say three, maybe three. They'll start climbing around. On yeah, it. spend the next three or four years planning yeah. this gargantuan yeah. and saving up for the Serenity Seven at thirty-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> Just kidding. It's amazing. People buy those as things much as you want, man. I, I Serendipity, know. not Serenity. I didn't want to. I didn't want to disparage that company because. They have quality-looking products. No, this is good stuff. It's I really, I want to get the serendipity. Oh, it's amazing. No I'm sure it's this. amazing. It's 34 feet wide <laughs> by 19 feet deep. <laughs> That's actually bigger than my house. This thing is bigger than my house. My goodness. Good. We're almost done the show. Jeez, oh, Mr. Yawning over there. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. We'll yeah, go. I'm sick Tons. and we're at 55 minutes, so. Yeah, 50. Um, we had like 20, I have. I, I have minutes. a controversial topic. Can I bring it up? Yes. I don't even. I don't want to make it controversial, but it sounds like I'm making it controversial. I will. Well, you lead in like that, it yeah. instantly controversial. I know. I know. Now people are listening. I hope. Um, so that. I did something. I did something this weekend. I participated in a fundraiser, and I got some insight into uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Into something that let's say <coughs> mostly women do. Uh, again. Stepping on thin ice here, I suppose. Ratcheting up the controversy. Yeah, but it's not controversial. It was very. It was. uh, I'll just tell you. So, uh, we do this this uh, fundraising bike ride every year, as I mentioned. And one of the other riders is did a fundraiser at a spin class, right? Mm. So the whole idea was you go to this, you pay some money, and you get to go to the spin class. And then uh, after the class, they had like wine and stuff, which seemed kind of contradictory, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but being like a, you know, a biker, I like to actually ride my bike. I didn't really want to go to this spin class. Right? It just seemed, I don't want to sit on a stationary bike. But I went anyway. Thought it'd be fun. Check it out. And of course, it was me and the all women. Right? And I'm thinking to myself, well, why is this, why is this all women? Why do women like to do this? Or as opposed to something else. Or why don't men like to do this? Why aren't they here? Where are they? And maybe there, of course, there are some men, some men that like to do this. And it dawned on me while, he, while we were doing this, and something that I firmly believe in, because I've read before, and a major difference between girls and boys, and I think we've talked about this. And someone gave an analogy about this, about kids. If you watch girls playing, and I got to watch it tonight. We had a little play date, and it was happening. If you watch girls playing, you watch boys playing. The major difference, right, the the boys, one of them might say, look how far I can jump, right? And the other boy will say, I can jump farther than that. And if the girls are playing, the girl will say, look how far I can jump. And the other girl will say, I can jump that far too, right? right. They're sort of, they're very supportive of each other, whereas the boys are very competitive. This is a, a generalization, but... You see it. You see that sort of pattern a lot, right? And I saw that in this class. Chris, you'll make fun of me as I know you're going to. Because when we began this class, uh, 
the one major thing you'd notice is these spin bikes don't have any public way of of displaying what they're set for. So the reality is, and so these things, have you ever been on one of these spin bikes? Like, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't have a freewheel. It has like a big flywheel in it. So if you pedal it and then you stop pedaling, your legs will continue to spin around yeah, yeah. against against your will for like 10 minutes. It's kind of nuts. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, and it has this knob on it you crank down on the wheel. But there are no numbers on the knob. There's nothing displaying how much tension there is. There's so no way to possibly, show off your score. <laughs> there's no way to show off your score. There's no way to even compete with yourself. How right? do you take you a picture and tweet that? Well, okay, so I, I'm just going to, maybe this will help you out, but the whole purpose of spin class, because you did mention how you're not sure what it's all about. It's I didn't for, say that. It's for people who want to learn how to properly pedal a bicycle. And I don't to think get, that's true. I, th- I think it is. Uh, and because, <laughs> I, I, or that want to get on a bike and don't feel like dealing with the mechanics of owning and running a bike or using their bike or going out on the roads or finding a trail or blah, blah, blah. Well, you can just I, go I to a place. You, it's nice and safe. It's warm. Out. And you want to work out. out. Yeah. And you want to yeah. work on your, you know, rotational pedaling versus stomping down on them or whatever. That's the whole purpose of a spin class. Look, I, I think it turned out to be a very good routine. I think it turned out to be a very good, it was very good exercise. Um, but the, the thing that I noticed, and this was the thing I wanted to point out, was that as I was pedaling right you know i wanted to i found myself thinking because we're all sort of in this arc and we're looking at a big mirror and there's the instructor in the front and i can see all the other women in the room like make sure i'm gonna look at them what am i supposed to look at like myself in the mirror i don't look at that dude like what am, you know what am i looking right at and i find myself him, looking you know spin. looking at my legs and yeah. looking at my other legs yeah. and being like am i going at the right speed and am i turning this up too high and should i turn it too low what's going on and then i'm like where is the Meter, like I want to see this giant meter on the wall that basically says Randy's beating everyone else, right? <laughs> 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 right? right? And I'm like, man, I'm trying to compete with the, but it's not like I really just wanted to beat them in particular, right? But I needed, I wanted that feedback, even if it just meant I was beating myself. Like, am I going faster than I was a minute ago? Am I going faster than I was last week? If I'm trying to get exercise here, like, how am I doing? Right? I won't. I wanted to take a Sharpie and draw on the little knob my settings for this week in case I ever came back. So when I came back, I'd be like, all right, make sure I got that thing where it was. There were no numbers on the knob. So and the, uh, and, no way to quantify my efforts. How do you measure yourself in progress week to week even? You can't? I don't, it's just by can't. how long you spin for. <laughs> See, but this is what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't and, know. I'm with you now. And how you the feel. instructor the instructor pointed this out too. She said, "Oh, it's, you know, anybody can come to spin class. It's great. Uh, you know, we I tell this to everyone. Like, we don't know what you're doing. You could you could completely loosen that knob all the way up, and basically, your legs are just going around in circles, and it's almost as if you're asleep. Like you could be doing close to nothing, and your legs are spinning around and around because the mm. thing has a giant flywheel on it. Like it's hard to not pedal if you loosen it all the way up. It's very bizarre." Uh, but of course, if you tighten it down a lot, you know, it can be hard, but you don't know how to measure how hard it is. And I needed that measurement. And I realized like, this is something I want and none of them want. Oh, cause they're going by feel. They feel like they're getting a good workout. They're getting a little quad <laughs> pump. It's, it's yeah. a good cadence and then don't yeah. boom, uh, you get some sweat. You do your class, you run your routine, you're done. You do it your own way. Uh-huh. Right? And, but I, ah, yeah. I don't know. That, but that's yeah. a big thing, right? See, Jason's freaking out. I know I am. I'm you... freaking out over here now. <laughs> like, how do I measure? 
how do you do it? And how if, do I if put you look it on? around, like if, if it was a room full of dudes, how do you Instagram right? that? Look at my workout. We, <laughs> it's just a knob. We, we it's I just a knob. <laughs> you know, I'd be looking over at Jason, going like, "You're not breathing heavy. What's your deal? Come on!" I'd be reaching over and like turning the knob yeah. hmm? a little, little more, like cranking it over until he's having a hard time. Like you're suffering. That's better. I think I like we gotta. That. I think we gotta start of a movie here. You and me in a s- spin class. <laughs> Randy's cranking your knob. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right then. Oh, <laughs> but it um, <sighs> it was it was good, and I think it's great that it's there. I think it's for the- good for you to experience a non-competitive environment once in a while, Randy, because it's okay to not compete. It's okay to just even, go there for a even, workout. Yeah, but you, you can't, can't even compete your against yourself. Yeah, sure you can. Right. You say, oh, do I feel like I got a good pump? And do I feel like my heart's beating? You could have a heart rate monitor, you know? You could stay up, all, just stay up think, all night the night before, and then you feel like you got a good workout because you're more right. tired. The heart rate monitor is the only the <laughs> the di- differentiating factor. If you but had that, a heart rate monitor, you could sort of say, as yeah. long as I'm staying within the zone. But you're for, measuring something. Yeah. It's yeah. spin class. It's not. It's 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 a casualish kind of thing. It's not like a hardcore freaking. I'm gonna train for a triathlon with this thing. It's it's just it's a way. It's kind of like aerobics or whatever. You get out there, you get your heart rate going, you get a good workout for 45 minutes, and call it a day. Wait, wait. So you go to these? No, no. <laughs> not at all. But I don't have trouble figuring out like why they're. You know, I don't. I don't need yeah. that. When I, you know, this is gonna drive you crazy, Randy. But when I go on bike rides. I don't have a speedometer. I don't no, really keep track of how far I go. I just ride and I ride. And when my heart you know feels what? like it's going to explode, I'm like, okay, I better slow down. And, you know, and I, mm. I go someplace and come back. I don't, but I don't, that, but, that's but, a fair point. Cause I don't um, need to quantify it. I don't, I, I sometimes I like to Google um, maps so I could see my path. Can't speak. Can't. And another time I do, <laughs> I do track, I do track my rides. Chris, but I don't have a speedometer anymore. So okay. I, during the ride, I will go by feel. You're correct. Yeah, but you Strava it so you could brag about how many miles you do to everyone you know <laughs> and all that we'll stuff. We'll post it on Facebook. Oops. Yeah. Didn't mean oh, to here's the thing. Share here's the thing, though. Everyone. <laughs> I have a much better. Awesome. Here's the difference. The the jeez. Oh, Enough with the oops. The <laughs> the difference is on the spin bike. There were no numbers. Like if I knew yeah. what the tension was, then I could at least have a little bit of metric on my. If I'm on my bike, even if I don't have a speedometer. I know by like what gear I'm in, how yeah. fast I'm going, how much effort I'm putting into it. So you can really tell like how fast you're going even without the speedometer. It's not that big of a deal. So in that sense, I I am still measuring. Um, not always though, but it just felt weird. Yeah, because I and I I knew you'd laugh because I found myself slipping into that mode where I'm like, we've been doing this for an hour now. <laughs> wow. And wow. yeah, we did it for an hour and a half. Holy cow! What really? Yeah, <laughs> that's a so long it was, time. It was a long time. It was rough. Um, and yeah, at some point I'm like, well, maybe I was just boredom because <laughs> there wasn't anything to do, you know? And so wait, and was, so I started, what do, you do is there like TV on or no, no TV, yelling at I, you or anything? Yeah. That? There's an instructor and I'll tell you the hilarious part in a moment about the instructor. Uh, and she's doing, you know, okay, we're climbing a hill. Everybody stand up and get in these different oh, positions. Okay. And she had numbers for the positions and whatnot. And okay. then she's like, oh, we're practicing our balance. So put one arm behind your back. And, you know, while we're standing up and pedaling, so you get one arm behind your back. That's balance, right? So I'd take both hand- hands off the handbars. <laughs> and I was pedaling while because standing up. Because you're competing. I put no two hands. hands. You do one hand, I was, I'll do two. Right, I was competing. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny, and then I almost fell over. 
it's hard. It's a try it. It's it's hard to pedal when you don't have your hands on the handlebars and you're standing up. It's easy when you're sitting down. It's hard to do standing up. So I found out at the end of the class because we were because uh, I actually rode my bike to the class, which was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I, was getting ready, I was getting ready to leave, talking to the instructor a bit, and and uh, did I she, tell you I rode my bike here? Oops, I didn't mean to. How that just came out? I did not tell her. They saw me come in. Uh, turns out, it turns out the instructor doesn't actually own a bicycle, which I thought was what? Which I, which I thought was really interesting. Well, that kind of confirms the the I don't know the mentality, I guess, of the approach. Just go in there, have a nice little spin. Don't worry about stuff like distance and. Sure. Strength and all that. <laughs> and good. I don't mean it probably sounds like I'm discouraging this in some ways. I think it it was fantastic for them and it doesn't mean it's bad. I think it's gonna be fantastic for a lot of people. And I totally understand, hey, it's safe. Uh you're not gonna get hit by a car, right? Uh. You're not gonna get it's not cold. Mm. You know, it's a conditioned environment, which was also very awkward for me because I like riding in the cold and I was sweating like a pig, right? Because we're in this hot little room with a bunch of them, you know, it's like, okay, am I sweating more than everyone else? And are they staring at me? I don't know. It's good. Uh, so I think it's great, but it's not for me. And it's not because I want to compete against everyone. It was just interesting. I thought that, but I thought that observation was interesting. There was a lot of supportiveness going on. Everyone was sort of encouraging everyone else, which was nice. Um, but I found myself wanting a meter of some kind <laughs> on the wall. I don't know. Anything. Just a light. Even if it was just like a light bulb. That I could, you know, like at the Museum of Science. The dimness or My light bulb was brighter than your light bulb? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I lit, up, I lit up the whole spin class with that bulb today, man. Right. Just lit that sucker right up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right on. You, well, when we go on team rides, I have a, a bike team that I ride with. Uh, one Oops, of the things I really enjoy. how awesome I am. Oops, one of the things <laughs> I enjoy. Jason. Oh, team. Whatever, Mr. Pictures on your wall with your times of the marathons. I saw them. I saw them. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's right. That's um, <laughs> one of the things I really enjoy isn't competing with the other team members, but helping them. And because if you're biking, it's actually very easy to help other people by riding in front of them and blocking the wind. You know, it's not rude to be in front of them. They actually want you to do it. So I, I like that. It's fun. And in some ways, that's what I was kind of, yeah, that's the piece that was made. Like, I have no way of sort of helping anyone else because we're all sitting on our own stationary bikes. <laughs> right. But if, you know, you're helping a team, if someone needs it and you're on, on the road, it's not like you're, they're cheating. I mean, they're cheating a little bit, but they can stay with you. Right, the team can all stay together because of this sort of extra windbreak. All right, well, whatever you understand. So it was weird. I don't think I'm going back to spin class, but <laughs> spin class. More power to you if you like it. I think it was a pretty neat. It's a pretty neat experience. Definitely a good workout. An hour and a half of of any kind of cardio is a good workout, I think. Yeah, but keep cranking the knob. That's what you I do. just I, I need some feedback also the the feedback loop's not there and I think I need it too <laughs> just a number on the knob yeah. would be something anything you just nobody else has to see it 
But week to week, if you're going back to this class, how do you know? How do you know? Write in. Let us know. Tell us what we're missing about the spin class. <laughs> Cue the music. We're doing a Minecraft post show. Ghost? What, is, yeah, what are you talking about? I, oh, can He's I ridicule back. Jason then? <laughs> can you what? Can I ridicule you about whining about how hard it oh. is to get iron of all things? I, I Well, I've got a new strategy. I've read some stuff, but oh my gosh, yeah. I, I, the easiest thing in the world. Strategy? You I cheated. You mine and craft and boom, you got iron and coal and all sorts it. of stuff. I can't you find it. That's Dude, what you do. Exactly. I can't find it. I didn't whine about the that. The answer's in the name. I well, right. I, I didn't mind about that. I whined about how easy it is to get lost and how stupid I am. I can't find my way back. Like I get lost so easy, and I it's uh, I had a moment of weakness. I got so frustrated because I was just going to sit down for a few minutes and play you know, a few minutes, like I don't know, half hour, forty five minutes, and play. Well, we both got lost. I found a village, and I'd been to that village before, and then I couldn't figure my way back. And he got lost, going in a different direction. And then he killed me for some reason, just like out of the blue, he just started attacking. This is my son. Just out of the blue, started attacking me. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Like, I closed both laptops. We're sitting on laptop. I was like, we're done. I don't know what you're doing. Why? And he got upset. And I was kind of, uh, dad's being bad moment. And oh, I was dear. like, oh, I'm like, well, why? Well, what are you doing? Why are you all of a sudden attacking me? And of course, like, my guy was like all beat up, not ready to be attacked because I was doing stuff. Like, that yeah. didn't matter, like farming or whatever. And, so he killed me and my armor's all beat up because like I lost half my armor because I had been actually fighting monsters for stuff. So I was done with that. And then he was like the drama. Fully, fully decked out in his full iron armor and he just like smoked <laughs> me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you kill me? Why would you kill your own father? Right. And then, and then I don't know. It was whatever. Sounds like, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I did. I'm like, oh boy. Kid's a sociopath, great. He's no yeah, idea why he's you're in trouble. Well, it's the same reason they walk up to the brothers and sisters, <laughs> poke him in the eye, and you're like, What the heck did you do that for? And yeah. he's like, Oh, yeah. uh, uh. it's like, I get it. You're human. You're crazy. But, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you can find iron now. So, as a thought experiment, I rolled a few different worlds. I, I you inspired <laughs> me to play with some seeds. So, I rolled, uh, I did. Awesome. Yeah. What did you look any up? Uh, no, I just, I wanted to find one that had some NPC villages. So I was like, oh, oh a good starting seed with NPC villages. So I rolled How one did out. You, what do you mean? You I just rolled it. I took the seed and generated the world. Uh, what so seed I, though? What do you looked for? I Googled up. seeds All right, with villages. You oh, said yeah. no. No, oh. yes. Yes. I, I found a seed that had villages and just All right, thank you. rolled it up and explored the village. I was like, that's cool. It, huh? Generated it. It's a gamer from, thing. When you roll, when you roll a character, or you roll a thing. It's because it, back in the day, you would actually roll dice to get your stats. Uh, right. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. For, it's, it's gamer the, lingo. It's the old D and D language. I so, noticed uh, that in America, I, we're against elect, election, <laughs> intellectual intellectuals. Why in America yeah. are we against? Because we're competitive. We're too competitive. He's repeating inside jokes. Can't I am. Well, but, so, but it's true, though. Now you're making fun of us for knowing something. Like, but, anyway, which we do a lot. Anyway. So I rolled up a few different worlds. And 
in each one within the first 15 or so odd minutes i'm just flush with iron and flush with you it? know coal and stuff flush. and i'm and, and the whole time i'm doing this i'm like how is jason having problems finding iron because even in the world that i rolled with there's nothing around i'm like oh it's almost night let me dig a hole and i dig a hole and then i put a little room in and then i'd be bored so i dig further down i just like end up in piles of iron and, and coal so if you dig up the coal you almost always find iron stuck against the coal somewhere that is dig. true so i just never was without anything i'm like how is it possibly hard well, I think, to find iron in this game he, I, I well i i think there's a couple things going on one i think it's only found below sea level and my house is actually quite a bit above sea level so oh, i was maybe. just mining like at sea level but i'm, I'm working on it but I, so i've gone down and i've started one of these branch <laughs> yeah. mines i've looked at the different algorithms to get yeah different algorithms uh, i told yeah, you don't, don't get too crazy this. no that's crazy I found no, the best thing to do is just to run around until you find a cave. Yeah. Because it's all over the walls. And they're you fun as heck. Mm-hmm. You know, you I, to- I, yeah, they are fun. And I, yeah. I was very scared. I don't like this sort of thing. I don't like dying. I don't like well, being attacked by mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But I stocked up and I said, fine, I'll die. So what? I put everything away in my house. Yeah. I brought a couple of swords, a couple of things, a couple of tools, yeah, and, a lo- and a lot of torches. Yeah, a bunch of torches, a furnace, a workshop, and some supplies. You just range, range what as far you as you want. For? What's the furnace for? Uh, oh, for making the iron. Yeah, for our food or whatever. So it's basically you, you have the kit in your pack to survive yeah. wherever you are. Yeah. And you could just, yeah. you know, you could dig them. So if you lay down a workbench and you lay down a furnace, you could just chop them right back up and throw them in your pack again. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah well, I don't have a pack. What pack? Your inventory. inventory. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah. And pro tip, use the axe on the workshop wood thing and use your pick on axe your Axe on wood, stove. pick on stone. Yeah, yeah and that way it comes. Faster. Yeah, same with the tools. So if you're breaking down your forge, you want to use your pick. Anyway, yeah, with that supply, you can just go anywhere and hole up and survive mm-hmm. and cook and smelt and build gear. Yeah, so 10 minutes later, you'll be kitted out and everything. 10 minutes well, okay, maybe 20. But I've never gone more than, like, seriously, more than 12 minutes without having, like, all the stuff I need. But, yeah, to your point, just roam mm. around, find a cave, or just dig a, a, a stepladder straight down to bedrock. And you're guaranteed to get stuff on the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. That's what I always <laughs> do the first night. I dig a, like I said, I dig a room, and I'm like, well, I'm not waiting here. And I just keep so digging gross. down and digging down and digging down. So, um, anyway. We're finding... It's now, fun. my son was banned for a week for being, at, for being a turkey burger. I don't remember what he did. I just remember he was <laughs> The banned. ultimate. It's you awful. took the carrot from him, the ultimate yeah. punishment now. But we've been talking about it. We weren't banned from talking about it. He was just banned from playing. So he's been really good this whole week, doing a lot of reading and stuff, uh, getting ready for tomorrow. He gets it back. So we've been talking about what he wants to do, because I like to plan, as I discussed. And... Um, he wants to start another new world. He likes starting fresh. Nice. Because he gets bored after we're all kind of set up. He doesn't know what he should do, you know? He's, he's, uh, and I'm like, all right, we'll start a new world. And, and we've, we're looking for some seeds because I said, you know what? I want a wolf. I want to get a pet wolf. Yeah. See, I want, I want to do stuff. Go on. So I found, I found a seed that has, uh, wolves. You have to explore. You know what? So I don't know if you guys know this, but as you move one direction on the map, it generates yeah, on the stuff. fly yeah. new mm-hmm. world, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. all you have to do is keep roaming around, and it's going to generate everything eventually. So if you're looking for wolves, just travel in a straight line, and eventually you're going to find horses and well, wolves and this and that. 
Just roam yeah. around. Go up to a mountain, climb down the mountain, go to the other yeah. side of the mountain, go across to the next mountain. You know, yeah, make, make a big, fun. huge circle. But that's not quite true for us. What? It's eh. Oh, you playing? We have, we, we're using the pocket edition. <laughs> oh. it, has, it has infinite worlds. It, it works just like you said, except on the iPad ones. They're not powerful enough to handle it. So he can only use the old style finite worlds. Blech. Yeah, that's why starting new ones is fun. It is a bit gross. Wow. And we may have to switch to computers, but oh, it's, so, you really should. it's so nice just to sit on the couch next to each other. and it, You know what else is nice? You don't have to worry about food. And that's a big deal because that's yeah, why I didn't go, food. Yeah. I didn't go in the caves. It's not a big deal if you're well, not a big deal anymore. But I can't everywhere just... and you slaughter them and collect well, them. I and I know so now easy. how to okay. deal with it. But right, <laughs> I know now. <laughs> I know now. He's a little, he did look a little thinner when we got on this podcast. You know, if you set the cows on fire, the meat you get is already cooked. I didn't know that. Is that real? Yeah. That's so. awesome. If you kill the animals by setting them on fire. How do you do then that? The just meat, the meat is with like, a, with like a flint and steel. I think you can just You can ignite a cow. That's awesome. I believe you can ignite a cow and pigs and stuff. It's very awful. I made a trap. Um, I discovered another spawner, and I found some things out about the way water works and whatnot. So I was like, ah, I'm going to make this one into a trap. So I quickly covered it in torches because it was just pouring zombies out. <laughs> and I made a trap. And the trap drowns the zombies. So they, they have a they the mobs apparently in the game will always swim up. Yeah. So you can make this thing where you make the water flow away and then put some signs on the wall so the water can't go down or something, right? The signs block the water, it's yeah. like magic. Mm-hmm. And then you pour water in from the top and cap it. So the monsters will go under this thing yeah. and then swim straight up. And then they can't get out, so they drown. And then all their stuff falls to the bottom. And you can collect it. How do you collect it? Because it's like there's like a... um, Oh, yeah, you showed me. The water that's flowing, that's pushing them into this, uh, call it a chamber of water, is being blocked magically by a sign on the wall that's below it. So the signs on the wall prevent the water from flowing down. It's just part of how the game works. Right. So there's two. There's a sign on the way in that keeps the water in this tower of water from flowing out on either side. There's signs on either side. And there's a signs below the other water that keep it from flowing down. So when they they get in there, but then they swim up and they drown and their stuff falls out the bottom into another little river I made that pushes it out the side where I can pick it up. Um, and I was showing my son this. I was like, I made this little trap. And it was very hard <laughs> to explain to him like it felt awkward explaining to him like well here's where the zombies spawn and they go in here and see then they go under this thing and i made the top out of glass so i could watch them die (laughs) and i ran up to the top and i showed it to him like look there they are and he's like well what happens i'm like well um (laughs) they're gonna drown (laughs) because i'm i'm a murderer a mass murderer (laughs) they're gonna die a horrible, horrible death while we stand here and stare at them through the glass. And then they'll drop a feather that we can take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a, a, I'm such a nerdy, a I'm such yeah. a nerdy video game purist or not a video game purist, but like I, I made the spawner rooms and all that stuff, but I'm just like, oh, you know, if I don't earn this and fight this stuff myself, I'm not going to take it. To lo- I got, you know, some weird old man <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> 
Like, but again, it's just like know. this pioneery Yankee mm-hmm. thrifty thing. So I just run around well, and slaughter can, things with a sword instead, and that's you a, can still you could still sort of half block the wall and just slaughter them through the wall yeah. with a sword. I always dismantle those things. I build them. I'm like, that's cool, and I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm cheating, and I, <laughs> I tear them all down. <laughs> but it, it is. Does, kinda, it does, oh, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Feel no, right. it's too easy. Like when you exploit a game mechanic, it's it's yeah. thrilling to uh, figure it out. But then as soon as you do and you get like an advantage in the game, it takes away the challenge of the game. At least that's what's always happened to me. If I figure out like a God mode cheat, I immediately like lose interest Mm -hmm. in the game. And then I'll start over again at the beginning and work my way up and do it by, you know, do it the uh, old fashioned way. I earn it. (laughs) I agree with that. But I don't think like, I think part of the allure of Minecraft is that you can create these machines and these things to make it. Exactly. So like if I'm playing in creative mode, yeah, all bets are off. But then again, there's no zombies, so hmm. yeah, I see what you're saying. But I'm well, there are. They just so. don't attack you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can throw down zombies. Yeah. You know, I've I mean, you have to throw the eggs down and stuff. Ah, uh, I know. I've never played creative modes. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not the same. It's really weird. It's like, yeah, you could fly around. It just doesn't seem less. I I've discovered that if you play survival mode, you can still build pretty much everything. Oh yeah. Uh, it takes a little longer to collect all the stuff, but that's kind of the fun part. Oh, quick, exactly. get to bed. It's night. Go to bed. You know, build a little house, bigger, bigger house, build yeah. a barn. Or work on th- the inside while you while it's nighttime. Work or on once your inside, keep yeah. is high enough, I'd be up on top of the ramparts and crap building while it's, you know, the moon's out. You see all the critters running that's around. That's what I was telling Jason. It doesn't awesome. even need to be that high. You just need overhangs mm-hmm. to keep the spiders out. Right. And then torches up there so stuff doesn't spawn on your face. So stuff doesn't spawn on your face. 